wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Hallelujah. Shall we lift up our two hands to heaven? Let's give God thanks this morning. Let's appreciate him. Let's thank him. Let's say, Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we thank you. Is somebody giving God thanks this morning? Give him praise this morning. Worship him from the depth of your heart. Give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks. Thank him for his faithfulness in your life. Thank him for his faithfulness in the church. Thank him for all the amazing things he has done for us. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Father, we give you thanks and praise, Lord. Father, we worship you, Jesus. Lord, we magnify you. Thank you, faithful Lamb of God. Blessed be to your mighty name. Hallelujah. Can we lift up those two hands to heaven? Let's worship Him. Hallelujah. For the Lord God Almighty reigns.
He said, this ground shall be a ground of change. Very clearly, this ground shall be a ground of change. Lord, let this place change my life. Let this ground change my destiny. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer very shortly. Let this ground be my own ground of change. Let it be my ground of change. Let it be my ground of change. My ground of testimonies. My ground of open doors. My ground of lifting. My ground of breakthrough. Yakata prokilado shata. Ingredo prate kabarata lazuze. Retoko protodonoriale shaba. Father, we give you thanks and praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, faithful Father. Blessed be to your mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands wherever you are standing. I decree that the God of our Father, the God of Bishop David Oedipo, who has brought us into this land, we change your story in the name of Jesus. Every area of your life that has been stagnated, every area of your life that has been suffering restrictions, I decree this morning, they are loosed in the name of Jesus. I stand on this exalted altar, this consecrated altar, and I declare you blessed. I declare you fruitful. I declare you prosperous. In the name of Jesus. This day marks a new beginning for you. You will advance on every side of life. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. I said be blessed. I said be blessed. I said be blessed. I said be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Shall they believe in amen. Now you help me walk up to as many people as you can. Tell them welcome to church. Now, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Over there, we're in church. This is church. Help me walk up to as many people as you can and tell them welcome to church. Glory to God. God is changing destinies on this mountain. Welcome them, welcome them, welcome them. Welcome them. Choir, do you know this song? Let's celebrate Jesus. Baba, 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 Baba,
Thank you, Jesus. The barriers are broken. The limitations are destroyed. The powers of hell are frustrated. The powers of hell are destroyed. The yoke is broken. The yoke is broken. The yoke is broken. Rata kapata. Somebody shout. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will hear the shout of victory. In every aspect of your life, you will hear the shout of victory. Shout it louder. Put those blessed hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Somebody's level is changing dramatically. Glory to God. We are going to be celebrating God in high praise very shortly. We'll just take a few words and then we'll dance and celebrate God for this victory and this breakthrough that he has given us. Is somebody set for that? Glory to Jesus. We'll just take the word very briefly and then we'll go into high praise. Tell your neighbor high praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Once again, I want to say happy Father's Day to all our fathers. Glory to Jesus. If you are sitting close to a father, help me tell them happy Father's Day. All. Hallelujah. Do we have fathers in the house this morning? Are they here this morning? Please dance out. Let's celebrate Jesus with you. Let's speak a word over your life. All our fathers, please come forward. Let's pray for them. Glory to Jesus. Choir, can we give them a song as they dance out? All our fathers, please dance Hallelujah. out. Hallelujah. Dance, Akira. We praise you, Lord. You are worthy. Kabiosi, Kabiosi. Baba, Irene, Irene, We praise you, Lord. Are we celebrating? You are worthy. Oh, Abba, 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 Titi, Aye. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stretch forth our hands towards our fathers and bless them from the depth of our heart. That God will keep and preserve them. The hand of God will keep resting upon them. Let's pray for them. The wisdom of God, the grace of God will rest upon them. 
all that they need to cater for the family, God will supernaturally provide it. Let's lift up our voice and speak over our fathers. Father, we thank you. Blessed be to your mighty name. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for these blessed gifts that you've given to us. These are the gifts of men. Men are pillars. Men are protectors. Men are defenders. Lord, we therefore decree that your grace rests upon them. In the name of Jesus, these ones will become an example to their children. An example to their families. In the name of Jesus, your grace will continually rest upon them. All that they need to cater for their children, we release it now. All that they need to become an effective father, we release it now. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. And so shall it be in Jesus' precious name. Shall they believe in amen? Now, if we say women should buy gifts for you, they will still collect the money from you. <laughs> Is that also? Eh? They will still collect it. If we say they should take you out, now the money will still come from you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. You are blessed. All our mothers, can we tell our fathers happy Father's Day? Say it as if you mean it. Say happy Father's Day. The Lord bless you. All our children, our wives, we are proud of you. You will do more. I say you will do more. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. Let's dance back to our seat and celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Put those blessed hands together for the Lord and let me comfortably sit in. Hallelujah. I heartily welcome every one of you to this glorious service. I know you are returning back from this service with a lorry load of testimonies. If that looks like you, let your amen be the loudest. Glory to Jesus. We'll look into God's word briefly and then we'll move over to the core theme for today's service. Enough is enough. Say with me, enough is enough. Glory to God. But let's look at something on that series which we began at the beginning of this month, engaging the supernatural power of love. Engaging the supernatural power of love. Glory to God. In John chapter 15 and verse 16, God speaking there, say, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And the reason why I choose you is so that you can go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit may what? Abide. Glory to Jesus. God has chosen you for a purpose. God has ordained you for a reason. And the reason why he ordained you is so that you can produce fruit. After this service, you will become fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Say with me, I'm a fruitful vine. Say louder, I am a fruitful vine. I will bring forth fruit. Say louder, I will bring forth fruit. 
And the end part of it says, so that whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Glory to Jesus. Thus, engaging the supernatural power of love. And we are looking at the part 3B, part 3A of it. Glory to God. Let's turn our Bibles quickly to Luke chapter 22. Luke 22. We read verse 35. Luke 22 and verse 35. He said, and he said unto them, when I sent you without cross and script and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said nothing. When I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said nothing. Now this question was thrown to his disciples. Because these were men that truly loved him. So he asked them a sensitive question. You have loved me all these years. You have loved me all this while. Now, when I sent you, did you lack anything? That tells you that every genuine lover of God never experienced lack. Every genuine lover of God never suffers lack. Today marks an end to lack in your life. You are not saying a believing amen. Glory to Jesus. Now, the reason why Jesus asked this question was because somebody tried to explain his love to him. A man called Peter told Jesus, he said, I will follow you to the end. I will serve you. I will ensure I don't leave you. And Jesus asked them that question. If a man truly loves God, there is one major way you will know. One way to prove that you truly love God is to love those around you. One way to prove that you truly love God is to love the dying world. If you have passion for souls, if you have heart for the unsaved, is a genuine sign that you love God. Glory to Jesus. And every true lover of God never experiences difficulties. Glory to God. Challenges may come. That does not exempt you from challenges. Challenges will definitely come. But if you are a true lover of God, God will always make a way of escape for you. And I see somebody finding that way of escape. You are not saying a believing amen. Glory to Jesus. Love is a very vital instrument in the sight of God. God believes in love and God is love. So everyone that truly loves God must love souls. Glory to God. And the truth about love is that what drives people to go beyond their best is God's kind of love. It makes you go beyond your best, beyond your energy, beyond your will, beyond your power. When you start getting to a point where you are no longer feeling it, even though you are putting in your best and you no longer feel it, that's the kind of love that God is talking about. A love that we see the lost and be passionate about them. A love that we go all out, despite the winter, despite the cold, reaching out to the lost. Glory to Jesus. May that kind of grace rest upon somebody. There are two forms of love. There is the natural love and there is the supernatural love. The natural love gets wearied with time. The natural love quits with time. The natural love, when you have a natural love for God, there are people that have natural love. They just love him because of situations. That's a natural love. They love him because he died for them. That's a natural love. They love him because he provides their needs. That's a natural love. They love him because 
it takes care of them, it does one thing or the other. That's a natural law. And the truth about natural love, it dies with time. Natural love cannot stand challenges. Natural love cannot stand situations. It can't even stand temptations. Glory to God. But a man that has the supernatural kind of love, no matter the challenges, you still stand with God. And I see that kind of love entering somebody today. If that looks like you, let your amen be the loudest. Glory to Jesus. Therefore, as we engage our hearts in the pursuit of the kingdom and the expansion of the kingdom endeavors, there is what God will always release, which is the supernatural. If you must operate in the realm of the supernatural, then God must first prove your love for him and for his kingdom. Glory to God. We explained to us a few Sundays back that nothing brings a man into the realm of the supernatural like your love for God. God only empowers you to operate in the supernatural when he knows that you truly love him. If you don't love him, you'll be operating in the realm of the natural. And that is where many believers are operating. They are still operating in the realm of the natural. Why? Because their love has not been able to push them into the realm of the supernatural. It takes love to enter that realm. And that is the realm somebody is entering after today. In the precious name of Jesus. And one thing the love of God does is that it changes your level supernaturally. It changes your level. Every genuine lover of God always experiences a change of level. Every true lover of God. Love is not said. Love is not just to be recited. If you truly love, you will prove it. Your true love for God is your proof. What are your proofs? Glory to God. What are your proofs that you truly love God? If you love God, you will go after souls. If you love God, you will be passionate about his kingdom. Passionate about his kingdom goes going to extra miles to do things, to ensure that things are working in the house of God. And I'd like us to understand that the love of God, which surpasses all human understanding, the Bible says it's shared abroad in our hearts. This love, when you are in love, you know, don't you know? When you are in love, you know it is in your heart. You can feel it, you can know it, you can touch it. Why? Because this love may most times not allow you to feel comfortable with some certain things. It just keeps pushing you to keep going out. It keeps pushing you to keep reaching out to souls. And I see somebody receiving that kind of grace. If you must enjoy a change of status, first thing you must note is that your love for God must be strong. Your love for God must be genuine. And your love for God must stand the test of time. Turn your Bibles with me to Jeremiah chapter 30. Read from verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 30. Let's see from verse 19 to 21. Glory to God. Jeremiah 30 from verse 19. It says, And out of them shall proceed what? Thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I see God multiplying this church. And I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. And verse 20 said, Their children also shall be as a full time and their congregation shall be established before me. I thought somebody would say amen to that. He said, And I will punish all them that oppress them. I will punish all that oppress them. Glory to God. And that is what God will be doing in this enough is enough service. He said, And their nobles shall be of themselves. And their governors shall proceed from the midst of them. 
This church is entering into realms where we'll be producing governors, producing senators, producing House of Parliament members. If they are in charge, their amen would have been the loudest. He said, and their governor shall proceed out of them. And I will cause him to draw near. And he shall approach unto me. For who is this that engaged his heart to approach unto me, saith the Lord. That's the only criteria. Your heart must be engaged. Your heart must be passionate after God. If you must be enthroned, if you must become a governor, if God must establish us as a congregation then our heart for him is very important. Glory to Jesus. So that comes with the question, how much do you truly love God? How much do you truly love God? Somebody say love cannot be measured. It's the lie. Love can be measured. There is a measuring instrument for love. Do you want to know? Your proofs. Your proofs. Your results. Your results. If you truly love God, you will prove it by giving him souls. Glory to God. What God desires from you the most is souls. Souls. Reach out into the streets. Tell people about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them how much he died for them. And see how joyful God will be over your life. I see God give somebody understanding. I say I see God give somebody understanding. In Luke chapter 19 and verse 13. Luke chapter 19 verse 13. He said, And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Help me tell your neighbor, Occupy till I come. That is one thing God expects of you. Occupy till I come. Get yourself occupied. With what? With reaching out to the lost. Glory to God. We getting the unsaved souls. Get your unsaved saved. Get yourself occupied till I come. That tells you that he is coming. And he's going to find out how what, what has engaged you. What has engaged your time. He will find out. He's going to ask. Therefore, get occupied. Get busy for God. Get busy for God. This is not a time to fold our hands. And good enough, God has brought us to a new ground. We must take over this ground. Glory to Jesus. But we can't do that if you and I are not engaging. If we are not engaging in reaching out to the souls of men. If we are not engaging in bringing them to Christ. Now hear this. And hear this very carefully. God's servant says something. He said he went to a place newly. And they asked him. They said, what have you come to do in our town? He said, I've come to take over. Some people saw it as pride. But at the end of the day, he took over. We are taking over. Yeah. I said we are taking over. Yeah. We are not here to negotiate with the devils of Umbilo. We are taking over. Yeah. Glory to God. A man of God said he had a revelation. And a power, a force, in form of a, a, a marine spirit, came out from the water and told him. He said, now, you take this part and let me take this part of the city. You take this path and let me take this path. And the man said, no, I didn't come to share the land. I came to take over the land. And that is exactly what we came to do here. We came to take over this place for Jesus. Every lost soul shall be saved. You are not saying a believing amen. Every lost soul around this vicinity, they shall be saved. In the precious name of Jesus. But it takes our heart of love 
to reach out to those souls. There are a lot of souls that are waiting for this kind of attention that the only God can give them. There are souls that are waiting for people to come and tell them about the love of Jesus. So that is why we must get on the go and get ourselves busy for God. How many of you want to receive grace to remain busy till he comes? Glory to Jesus. You want to receive grace to remain occupied till he comes? Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. I say receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So therefore our love for God is a proof that indeed we are his children. You can't claim that you love God and not be a soul winner. You can't claim that you truly and passionately love God and not be a soul winner. Therefore, in your place of work, tell people about Jesus. Glory to God. Tell people about that boss. That Tell that boss about Jesus. He said, he won't listen. Tell him first. Tell him first. He said, no, my boss is very stubborn. Doesn't listen. A man brought a lady to a church sometime. And says, sir, please, I'd like to pray. This is my boss. He said, she's very stubborn. I won't mention the religion. Very stubborn. But she was dying of cancer. They brought her to my office. And then I asked this woman. I said, do you believe God can heal you? She said, yes, why not? I said, do you believe that if I pray for you now, God will heal you? She said, yes, I believe. That's why I followed my, my, my staff here. And I said, there's only one thing. He said, I'm listening. He said, you need to receive Jesus. He said, there you go again. <laughs> there you go again. He said, is he a most that I must receive Jesus? I said, yes. He said, so if I don't receive him, I won't be healed. I said, yes. She nodded her head. He stood up. Took her back. I said, thank you for your time, Pastor. And walked away. The next time I saw the brother, I asked him, I said, how is your boss? He said, she's late. She's late. Died of cancer. Died of it. Why? Because she refused to receive the man that can save her. There are people out there who don't even know about Jesus. We need to reach out to them. Lift up your right hand wherever you're sitting. Say, Lord, I receive grace. Say with me, say, Lord, I receive grace. One of our members gave me a phone number. He says, sir, this is the supervisor that is supervising me. Back home. He's the one supervising me. He has so many degrees. So many degrees. But he was of a particular religion. Not the one you are thinking of. Another one. Glory to God. And the brother gave me his number. I called him. We spoke for a very long time. The brother said, he said, I have done everything I know how to do. I have preached to this man. I have bought him gifts. I have done everything. All he need is just to accept Jesus. And I called him. This particular man had a very terrible image. Very terrible. I can't remember what the name was again. I'm not cramming down my head. It's not the scriptures I keep. Glory to God. And I asked him, I said, sir, can you just confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior? That's the only thing you need. He said, never. 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 Glory to Jesus. There are people that need what you have. There are people that are waiting for you out there. Souls are dying every day. May God grant us grace to be on the go for him. You are not saying a believing amen. Quickly, what are the power of love? Number one, love is a covenant channel to the supernatural. Love is a covenant channel to the supernatural. If you love God, you are on your way to the supernatural. What ushers you into the realm of the supernatural is your love 
for God. Glory to Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, from verse 1 to 19, time may not permit us to read everything. Mark chapter 5, something amazing happened. Glory to God. Mark chapter 5, I'll just give you a, a background story, but let's take one or two verses from there. Mark 5. It says, and they came over onto the other side of the sea, into the country of Gadarnes. It says, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tomb, a man with, and what? An unclean spirit. Now, I'd like to follow this scripture very carefully. Verse 3. Who had, who had his dwelling among where? Among tombs. Or tombs, like we call it. And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces. Do you know fetters? They are made of irons. Heavy irons. But this man, because of the kind of demonic possession, he will pluck them out. Break fetters. Break chains without stress. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Now he say, and the fetters were broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. Now see verse 5. And always, night and day, he was in the mountain and in the tomb, crying and cutting himself with stones. That was not him. That was the demon inside of him. There are some few things we'll explain to you that will increase your love for the dying souls. Now, let me tell you this. Everyone that is possessed, when a demon possesses a person, no demon likes to go out. They don't like to go out. When a demon enters a person, it takes the hand of God for that demon to go out. Glory to Jesus. It takes the power of God to bring them out. Why? Because it's like you are trying to give them quick notice out of their house. Because they see the human body as their own house. Glory to Jesus. Now let me show you something from verse uh, let's take a jump. Okay, verse 6. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and did what? And worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus? Thou son of the most high God. I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. After today, demons will beg you. He said, For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? That was the only time Jesus asked, what is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is what? Legion. For we are many. There are people, it's not just one demon that is dominating their life. There are demons controlling their destinies. He said, My name is Legion. And from studies, I discovered that Legion is between 3,000 to 6,000. Glory to God. Between 3,000 to 6,000, that's what makes a Legion. My name is legion was that his name that was not his original name we were praying for a brother some time back in school we we're still in the university they were calling us pastors even when we are not pastors we are three of us we we're in our room one morning and they ran into our room they said pastor please come please come please come we said what's the problem we're in the hostel what's the problem they said one brother a maker is misbehaving he's catching everywhere in the hostel so we went to the room and we saw huge huge guys trying to hold this brother down 
he would shake his hand and five of them would be on the floor. Shake his leg, three of them on the ground. Shake his hand. Ah, I stood afar. <laughs> I've always known how to respect myself right from time. <laughs> Glory to God. I stood behind. If heavy guys like this can be thrown out, then just imagine me. Maybe I will land at Umbilo Junction. <laughs> I stood behind. And then we started praying. You foul spirit, get out of him. Get out of him. We are praying. We prayed and prayed. We were sweating. We prayed and prayed. Trying to command the demon to live. The more we command, the more you roar. His voice changed. His nature changed. Why? Because there was something controlling him. The same way when you are operating in the supernatural, everything about you changes. That shall be somebody's experience. And then one of us, among the three of us, one of us asked him, he said, what's your name? He said, I am that I am. Exactly. When I heard it, my faith ran and came back. I've never experienced that before. <laughs> my faith ran and came back. Although that was several years back. The way some of you are looking at me now, you say, Apa. that was several years back. I am that I am. And the brother said, shut up. That's not your name. We started praying. When I heard it, I increased my prayer. That's not your name. They said, not be your name. <laughs> they said, that is not your name. We prayed. Prayed and sweated. And those people that held him down, they were still pressing him down. And we began to pray in the Holy Ghost. The brother that was leading us said, let's pray in tongues. We began to pray in the Holy Ghost. We began to pray in the Holy Ghost. And suddenly, he became calm. And we asked him again, what is your name? He said, my name is Emeka. And we said, he's free. Glory to Jesus. So that's just an experience of a man that has maybe few demons. But this man had legion inside of him. There are people that are being controlled by satanic forces. Today, enough is enough. You are not saying a believing amen. Now, if you read down, I'd like to show you something also very quickly. That should be verse what? And he cried with a loud voice. Okay, let's see verse 9. And he asked him, what is his name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him. Who were they besotting? Jesus. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Why? Demons were begging Jesus. They said, please, don't, you can send us out, but don't send us out of the country. Why were they begging not to, be, not to be sent out of the country? Because they were already familiar with that country. There are territorial demons. Glory to God. That God has empowered you to send packing. He said, please, you can cast us out. We know you are greater than us. But don't send us out of the country. Still leave us within the country. They were familiar. They were already used to the environment. Because they know if you send us out of the country... It will take us time to, to settle down. Glory to God. It will take us time to get another person to possess. He said, so please just leave us within the country. We are already used to these people. They are not prayerful. We are used to them. Glory to God. He said, please. And see what Jesus did in verse 11. Now there were there nine unto the mountain, a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him. They were begging him, saying, send us into the swine. That we may enter into them. That's the reason why some people don't eat pork meat. 
They say, they say it's possessed. It's not possessed. It's only those ones that were possessed. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Are we together? And fought with Jesus gave them leave. Now take note of something. Fought with Jesus gave them leave. That is as a believer, as a lover of God, you determine where demons operate. Glory to God. You determine their place of oppression. May God give somebody understanding. He said, and fought with Jesus, gave them leave, and the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine, and the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000, that's 2,000 swines, and we were choked in the sea. And they fed, and they that fed the, mind, the, the swine, they ran. Now let's jump to verse, verse 15. He said, and they came, and they come to Jesus, and seen him that was possessed with the devil, and he had legion, that had legions sitting and clothed, and in his right hand, in his right mind, and they were what? Afraid. They were still afraid of him. Despite the fact that the man was well, they were still afraid of him. After today, they will be afraid of you. Now, but I want to point out something in the next verse. He said, and they, and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed, and the devil, and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him that he depart out of their coast. He said, and when he was coming to the sheep. He that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him, that he was begging to be with Jesus. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, they didn't allow him, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee and how and had had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis. Decapolis means 10 cities. In Decapolis, how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. A man that was just delivered from insanity went out into the streets preaching the gospel. What are you doing? A man that was just rescued from demonic oppression. A man who has not been in his mind for years. He only just saw what Jesus did for him. And then he went into the streets out of passion telling people about Jesus. You that have been in your mind. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You've been hearing messages on how to go out and reach out to souls. What are you doing for God? Now I began to wonder, a man that could minister in 10 cities, because the capital means 10 cities. A man that had a, 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 a destiny to impact 10 cities was afflicted by the devil. Enough is enough. Glory to Jesus. So that is why every believer must wake up. Wake up to your responsibility. Occupy till it comes. Glory to Jesus. What is the power of love number two? Love empowers speedy answers to prayers. Love empowers speedy answers to prayers. If God must hear your prayers and answer you, then you must love him. Prove that you love him. And how do you prove it? Reach out to souls. Like we read from that scripture, if a, an insane man that was healed by God is reaching out, going out for outreach, you don't have any excuse not to reach out to souls. Let me tell your neighbor, you have no excuse. Let me tell another person, you have no excuse. Therefore, I welcome you to this enough is enough banquet service. Whatever has been a mockery on your life, today marks the end. I said today marks the end. Now, when you hear a man say enough is enough, it means he's ready for anything. Yes or yes? When a man tells you enough is enough, 
It means whatever wants to happen, let it happen. An end has to come to this issue. I don't know what issue of your life God must put an end to today. I see an end coming speedily. The world enough is enough means making moves against that long-standing trouble that makes life a ridicule to you. To take steps against that long-standing situation that has been a mockery on your life. Glory to God. It means putting an end to an issue of mockery. That's the meaning of the word enough is enough. It also means losing yourself from that evil habit. Enough is enough. Whatever you need to go free from today, you are going free from it. I say you are going free from it. Scriptural examples of those that took steps to be free was a person of Jabez. Jabez in 2 Chronicles chapter 4 from verse 9 to 10. Jabez, Bible says he cried out, Lord, enough of this pains, enough of this affliction, enough of this situation. I am a man ordained to impact my world. I can't remain like this. Glory to Jesus. Enough is enough. Say with me, enough is enough. David was another man that cried out. And, and the, in the case of David, David engaged sacrifice to put an end. There was death in the land. As a matter of fact, the angel of God stood to wipe out the entire city. But David quickly got a sacrifice in his hand. So therefore, most times when you want to put an end to issues of your life, engage sacrifice. Glory to God. You can find that in 2 Samuel chapter 24. Let's see verse 16. 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 16. Glory to God. Enough is enough. To that affliction in your life, God is putting an end to it. He said, when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord did what? The Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, it is enough. Say with me, it is enough. Stay now thy hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the treasury floor of Aaron and the Jebusite. It is enough. Even God knows that there are times that is enough. And to someone who has been going through pains and through affliction, I hear God say to you, it is enough. I say, I hear God say to you, it is enough. Another example was the four lepers in 2 Kings chapter 7 from verse 3 to 10. 2 Kings 7, 3 to 10. They've been at the gates because of their situation. They were leprous men. They couldn't go into the city. They couldn't go to meet their enemies. They were stranded at the gate. There are people that are dying at the verge of their breakthrough. Some are dying at the verge of their testimonies. But after today, that force that is required to put you into your next level is coming on you this morning. But guess what? They made a decision. The four of them, they had a leprosy meeting. And they said, now, if we go into the city, we are looking for food to eat. If we go into the city, there is even no food. So there is no need. <laughs> Glory to God. Because the city was empty. Because their enemies came, took everything they had. I don't know what they have taken from you. After today, it shall be restored back. And they said, if we go to the camp of our enemies, they will kill us. They had three options. The first option was that if we go to the city, we will still die of hunger. Because even those ones there, they are even coming to beg us for food. If we go to the camp of our enemies, they will kill us. 
And if we stay here, we will die of hunger. So whichever way, you sure we are dead. Glory to God. So they resolved within themselves. They said the place where even if we die, but there is hope that there is food, is in the camp of our enemies. God is taking you into the camp of your enemies to take back what belongs to you. I said you are taking back what belongs to you. And what happened? The Bible says they summoned courage. When you say enough is enough, it's not for fearful people. It's for violent people. For those who are ready to take their breakthrough by force. Glory to Jesus. And they went into the camp of their enemies. They said, let's go and meet them. If they kill us, good. We are already dead. But if they don't, at least we'll have food to eat. And the Bible says, as they entered into the camp of the enemies, what happened? The Bible says, and God make the noise of their foot to become like the noise of chariots. What did God do? God amplified their steps. You will pray one prayer in your sister position. Lord, amplify my steps. When they hear one full step, they will think it's a million person that is coming. Lift up your voice, pray that prayer in your sister position. Lord, amplify my steps. Amplify my steps. Let the enemies begin to hear the noise of chariots. Let the enemies begin to hear the noise of battles. As they hear my steps, they will run into hiding. In Jesus' precious name. Now the Bible says, and they began to hear, the enemies began to hear the noise of chariots as though they were coming to fight war. How many people were coming? How many? Four persons. Only four people were walking, but they were hearing the noise of chariots and horses. Glory to God. God caused confusion in their ears. May your enemies become confused. And what happened? The Bible says they ran and left everything. Silver, gold, food, everything. They didn't go with any. Some of them even ran and left their garments. That means they ran naked. Read that scripture very carefully when you get back home. 2 Kings 7, 3 to 10. They ran out and left everything. And the sons of men, (laughs) four of them, came in. Initially, they said, maybe they are hiding somewhere. They want to kill us. But another one said, no. I think they ran. They ran. And they sat down and ate. Ate for all the previous years they've not been eating. Glory to God. Somebody after this service, you begin to eat in areas. Glory to God. They ate for all the previous years. Ate for the present and ate for the future. You know, there are some men like that when they travel, anytime they come back, all the food they've not eaten, they jam all of them together. (laughs) Glory to God. They ate for the future. And it got to a point, they said, no, if we eat alone, it won't be good. Imagine men that have been casted out, yet they still had compassion for their people. They said, no, no, let's go back into the city. Let's go and tell the king that there is food here. And indeed, before they went, they gathered enough gold. Read your scripture very well. They gathered gold, silver. They went to keep it somewhere (laughs) and came back. You will gather spoils after today. And the Bible says they came back and invaded the camp of their enemies. Is somebody said to invade the camp of their enemies? For somebody here, it is your marriage that must be released. For someone, it's your miracle baby that must be released. For someone, it's your academic breakthrough that must be released. I don't know what aspect of your life you need God to intervene. Rise up on your feet this morning and begin to make 
bold declarations. Lord, enough is enough. This affliction must come to an end. These pains must come to an end. This suffering must come to an end. Lift up your voice. Pray that prayer with all your heart this morning. Father, we give you thanks and praise. Blessed be to your mighty name. In Jesus' precious name. Today, may this day mark an end to every affliction in your life. Concerning that issue of your life, enough is enough. I declare enough is enough. In the name of Jesus. You have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at 13 in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services days at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.